Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meta Show. Today is November the 13th, 2021. I am Brisk Ball. I am joined alongside the Batani. We have Angry Mustache and Kazanir with us today. We are watching a live view of GETA 4-4 right now behind us, where one of the largest protests in the history of EVE Online, if not the largest, is happening. And it's happening because of things our friends at CCP have been doing. We're going to talk about all of that stuff on the show today. But since he's kind of responsible for some of this, let's talk to the Matani for a minute. Hi, boss. Why did you do this? To, why are all these people here? Hold on one second. Stop for one second. My, as usual, the start of the show, we had so much time to get everything ready. That actually did a, we, we were good boys and girls today. We had so much time to get everything ready that like the audio was not ready for you all. We, uh, 15 minutes before we actually uh, started the show. There you go. Okay. Now we're set. Uh, Wouldn't so, be a brisk show if I didn't fuck the audio up, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Uh, look, guys, this was a fucker walk moment, fundamentally speaking. Uh, I did not expect that there would be north of 6,700 people converging on JITA today. Uh, this is something that is bigger than uh, any coalition, any block, any alliance, any corporation in EVE Online. Uh, yesterday, when I said that I thought the people would need to get ready for a JITA protest, I also made it very clear that, um, you know, you, you never really know when you're seeing Reddit, you're seeing the EVE player base is angry about something. And I say, you know, maybe it's all bullshit maybe only a couple hundred people will turn up, right? And if 200 people turn up, it's just mad nerds and life will go on and whatever. Uh, if more than a thousand people turn up, I'm like, okay, that's going to get real interesting. Uh, in, in no universe was I prepared to witness what we're witnessing right now. Uh, there is some real deep-seated anger. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, I am wearing a black shirt. I will rant and scream. Don't worry. You'll get some Vince McMinnon's demagoguery in on this. Uh, but because this is about so many different issues, right? This is not just about a patch. This is not just about NFTs. This is not just about work walls being nerfed at the same time that CCB announces that there is a two-for-one deal for skill extractors. This is not just about CCB Rotati running around and basically pissing on the concerns of the player base in the immediate aftermath of uh, the announcement of this disastrous patch. Uh, this is not about uh, the fact that CCP continues to ignore the player representatives on the CSM over and over and over again because it's not like they just did it this time. This has been a continual issue for several years, unfortunately. So in order to take a step back, and because there's so many more people that are involved in this, what we want to do on this show, first and foremost, is kind of like what we did last time. We're going to put some of our best subject matter experts out there. Angry Mustache and Kazanir are going to do their thing. Brisk is going to do his thing. They're going to present the evidence, because this is not a situation where thousands of EVE Online players are engaging in the largest protest in the history of online gaming, which are breaking all sorts of records already. It's not just about this one issue. There are so many things that people have grievances with CCB about. CCB has ignored those grievances while telling us simultaneously that they're totally listening to us guys. And eventually, 
uh, the people have taken to the streets. So uh, that's my bit for now. And uh, Risk, if you can take us to uh, our experts who will show us some of the things that these thousands of EVE Online players are so angry about that they have uh, taken this action. All right, before we get started with uh, Kaz and Angry, I want to walk you guys through what has happened in the last week or so. So let me do, we're going to go, our top story obviously is the winter of our discontent. The most famous line from Richard III, but it's, it fits, I think, pretty much here because it's winter and we're discontented. So winter of our discontent. Jay Amazingness, our amazing producer, came up with that, so you can thank him. Here we go. That's our top story. All right. So to begin with, I want to walk back, talk a little bit about what we've been going through in the last two years. December, the, the middle of December is the start of what we have, what the players have called scarcity. What CCP has, has said is the first phase of their three-phase project to redo the entire in, EVE economy. They started with the first phase, which they called shortage. The second phase, which they called redistribution. The third phase, which they've called dynamic distribution. We've been in shortage for a while. They started, according to them, to, to begin the redistribution phase earlier this year. But that the third, the fourth quarter of this year, and I'm going to pull it up on the screen and show you exactly where they say this here, that this would be the end of scarcity slash shortage. So this was the July update that they posted on the 23rd of July, 2021. You roll down here to a healthy ecosystem, economy and industry. Last year, the first steps of the redistribution phase were taken. Scarcity firmly ends in quarter four, 2021 with additional resources as well as player choice for what resources to distribute in your sovereign space. Well, the full details can't be shared here today. Here's a glimpse of what they're talking about. And they added all of these different things. Now. Fast forward to this week. This week on Tuesday, CCP announced that there would be a blog coming out on Friday that would go into great detail as to what the end of scarcity or the end of the shortage phase, depending on how you want to portray it, would look like. And that's what we got. And so from extraction to production was dropped on everybody on Friday. This included a significant discussion of a lot of different things that they're changing about the mining process, mining ships, and different things you're going to be able to do in industry. And it also included a significant number of spreadsheets here that include things like the changes to industrial cores, ship changes, modules, drones, compression, a ship industry update, all kinds of stuff that you can go through and look and see exactly what CCP says they are going to be doing. Now, what did they announce? Their highlights, according to them, they are doubling the resource quantity of ore and asteroid belts. I assume that the ones that have nothing in them, you double it and it's zero still. Ombrokernite, crokite, ice belts, including an, over, over top of the other 200% increase that they've already did, a bunch of different gas, doubling the extraction rate from moons, reduced PI materials for certain types of ships, new ore and gas holds, increasing the resistant profiles of ships, and a bunch of other things. They also added compression for gas for the first time and added compression of moon goo, mining materials for moons, 
inside Rourke Walls and in the process of doing that have taken Rourke Walls from their current top tier mining ship, Rourke Walls and Orcas, top tier mining ship categories and move them back into their traditional categories of being boosting ships that also do other things, but that are not the best mining ships out there. That alone given how critical, how the, the Rourke Wall is the apex for the mining game for many, 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 many players. That alone could have caused these riots. But the devil was in the details. And I have to say, I give CCP a lot of credit because they did a great job of front-loading all the good stuff in this dev blog so that you didn't get down to all of the fun stuff that's in here that people are going to hate like the Rorqual nerfs, like the Orca nerfs, like the changes to compression and the introduction for the first time in EVE Online of mining I mean, waste. It's kind of like the kid who wants to eat the dessert first, right? That's this dev blog. Exactly. It's like you got your dessert, and then after you finish the dessert, suddenly a Brussels sprout appears and you have to eat it. <laughs> mining waste for the first time as you mine depending on your skill set and the type of, of miners that you're using, whether it's mining lasers, mining crystals, whatever you're using, uh, excavator drones or whatever, you will lose waste. There will be waste. So literally, they're doubling resources in one hand and at the same time introducing a mechanic that will destroy the resources they just doubled unless you've got top skills, and even then it's going to happen. So you'll mine the same amount as you would have before, but the rock you're mining will have less stuff in it when you're finished. I mean, and, it's understandable they would introduce this. The whole player base was clamoring for mining waste, right? Yeah, I mean, all I, over I, Reddit I, I for the past year. Words, yeah. It's all I've read about. <laughs> you know, this is this is what you know. Just a, a little thing in here, like there is like this protest is not about just this patch, but this patch has so much stupid shit in it of the same kind of stupid shit that CCB has been feeding us and insisting is not shit for the last two years coming out of this current administration. Uh, you know, it, it's shameful. Uh, there's this whole thing in there about, oh, we're going to start doing offensive mining. So we've added a crappy mining crystal that's going to really add more waste and you can use that offensively. And I wonder if anybody at CCB wondered maybe what that might have an impact of, gosh, is it really a good idea to raise your enemies' ADMs defensively? Because that's what happens if you mine something very rapidly. ADMs go up, that's bad, what, whatever. There's just the waste and the wasteful mining crystals was a little bit of the extra icing on the cake of do any of the people involved in this actually play the goddamn game? And that's coming from me, who can barely operate a saber. Please continue. So Let's what we saw, the words what we right seen, out of my mouth. Sorry, I mean, go ahead. You know, you're absolutely right. You guys are absolutely right. And, that, and th this is part of the thing. I don't want to call this a bait and switch because it's not, because I feel like a lot of the things that are in here are natural progressions of what they have told us they wanted to do over the last two years. But to, to proclaim, I mean, look, the name of this quadrant, if you go back, New Dawn, the Age <laughs> of Prosperity, it's right there, Okay. <laughs> The age of, the prosperity. age of prosperity. We're doubling resources, but there's always a catch. It's it's it's. We have this joke, and we've said this before. I don't know if we've said it on the Meta Show, but we've said it on Rampage Incorporated. There is a CCP dev somewhere in the building. His name is CCP Monkey's Paw, and every time you ask them something, they'll give it to you, but they'll give it to you in such a way 
that it totally turns around what you asked for and makes it worse than if you hadn't asked for anything in the first place. And this is one of these situations. We get double the resources, which is excellent. But at the same time, the amount of time it takes to mine those resources is going up. And the ability to actually bring in those resources is also going down. So you're having, you're having doubled resources, but you're also getting wastage. You're being told your orca and your, and your rorqual will not mine as much as a hulk will now. But you can just get more hulks, right? You can have you can bring your friends. There was a whole discussion, and I think, you know, unfortunately, and, and Mittens alluded to this, CCP Rattati tried to do a little bit of damage control, and I will give him credit for being willing to finally have a conversation with the players on this stuff. Because one of my biggest criticisms of CCP has been they've been more than willing to let the CSM and the community team go out there and get shit on heavily. But the people actually making these decisions rarely, if ever, go out and explain themselves. But he decided he would go out and explain himself. And one of the things he said, which I think will go down in history as one of the most quoted EVE player comments back to players, it in the line of, don't you all have phones, will be <laughs> That's right. solo moon mining isn't a God-given right. And uh, it, we wouldn't be having there. There would not be this protest if it was not for CCP Rotati running around and uh, showing what listening to the player base means to the current administration and CCP. Now, Mustache, you had a conversation with him. Mustache, you had a conversation with him. Do you want to talk about because the first comment underneath him is you. Tell me what tell me what you when you when you saw him make the statement, what you thought of. So it's been known for quite a while that uh, CCP doesn't like Rorquals, uh being the best mining ship, but um, and so sort of expected they would nerf Rorquals in some way. Uh, but when the number came back to it, so the the person who Ratati replied it to was, um, I believe, was Jonas Prasad of Snuff, who said Snuff, who basically said Snuff has moons, Snuff doesn't have a lot of characters, without the um, per character throughput of Rorquals, we would not be able to mine our moons for our alliance income. And then Ratati replied, teamwork and uh, is you no know, solo moon mining is in a god given right. And if you know snuff, they don't solo moon mine on Rorquals, on moons with Rorquals. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, in one, in one sense, this can be a funny quote, right? If you are talking about someone who's like, oh, my solo moon mining empire, but to go to snuff, who is probably, I, I mean... I don't really have words for how ridiculous that is, honestly. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And... Like, that just is not in tune with how high-level players are playing the game, right? And that, uh, we'll, I'll come back to this. I want to soapbox right. a little bit later on this topic, but, like, EVE is a hard game, right? And, and they need to be engaged with the people who are, are playing it and exploring the sandbox and engaging with those mechanics, and that is people who are using work walls in a dangerous environment. Right. And the fact that a low set group is out there doing that. <clears throat> I, I mean, if I remember correctly, the fact that low sec mining is very valuable was also something that emerged from the ecosystem teams changes in, you know, a year or a year and a half ago. Special, I think. That was yeah, part of, exactly. so that was part that, of what they wanted. That the fact that snuff specifically is mining in low stack says to me, hey, maybe part of this actually sort of worked. That's interesting. So for then this comment to emerge from that is really 
karmic, I guess. And I also think the whole idea of saying like moon solo moon mining isn't a God given right. I understand that. But at the same time, having heard over and over again from players, having heard from CCP that the N plus one thing is something that they are cognizant of and that they're always worried about, that everything that they add scales up. And I mean, that this goes back to the original issue when, when Rourke Walls were made the best mining ship in the game. And I'll, I'll remind everybody that in 2017, CSM flat out told CCP, if you change Rourke Walls to be the way that you're talking about, they're going to be massively overpowered. And Aerith, who was one of the Goonsworm representatives at the time, flat out said, we will grab as many of these as we can and mine the hell out of Dell for as long as we can if you do this and you're going to break the game. And they did it anyway. And the result was two years later, we get all of these nerfs and the shortage phase and the redistribution and the and all of the ecosystem changes all designed around reducing the amount of income that big groups can make. But the impact is it has an impact on everybody because everybody got into this because this was how you did it. So it's it's frustrating to me now that we're out there, we're, we're trying to explain some of these issues, why these things are bad, why we don't like the entire direction that the team has gone. And I mean, I think Mustache said it best last week. You don't fight inflation with deflation. And the result we've seen simply has been this team has been not willing to meet us in the middle and recognize that when we say it's not fun when you guys give us double resources, but then create wastage so that literally you mined five before, this time you mined 10, but you lose five, so you're still mining five. How is that somehow the age of prosperity? It feels it feels fake. It feels like a con. It feels like they're trying to pull the wool over our eyes because we can't do math. And unfortunately, while I am a lawyer and Mittens is a lawyer and math is not my strong point, Kaz... And Mustache are very good at math, as are most EVE players, because for some reason you people are all in IT. Yeah. So the <laughs> idea want, that you're going to try to hide this stuff and we're not going to notice what's in the spreadsheets is generally not a good thing. It's not going to work. And here's another example math, of yeah. it. I, I, I want to. Okay, no, go you, in. Hop, hop right in there. I, I want. I want mustache to beat on them. You know, let's oh, go ahead. Uh, a, a, angry. Get, I, I heard the man say that he's got some slides for us. And as soon as Angry proves the case with Kazanir, then uh, I can get uh, a bit more black shirt. So uh, what do we got? Uh, Press, can you bring up the slide about yields? I can for you, yes. All right. So... Uh, Is this it? The throughput? No, no. The, the first one. That one. That's the right one. Here we go. All right. We got it. So... Uh, no, that one... You went went through it again. It was uh the one that was showing multiple bar. It was one on top, one on bottom. The bar graphs. Yeah. Is it this one? No, the next one. Not that one. This one. Gas gathering time to harvest one dread. The one after that. Okay, there we go. All right, good. We got to have a better way of numbering these. Anyway, all right, I we probably should have titled them. That's yeah, it. Right, so <laughs> numbers on the slides for next show. Good. All right. Continue. Yeah, I probably We're should learning. have done that. Learning. But anyhow, so what this slide is showing is uh, is basically the the throughput or the meters per second gathered of various mining ships before and after 
uh, the patch. So before is labeled as old and after is labeled as new. So what you notice immediately is that in their current scenario, the current optimal scenario, which is Rorqual and uh, and uh, Rorqual boosted uh, barges, what you see is that the Rorqual is by far and away the best one at 180 uh, M3 per second. And then you have the Hulk, which sits at around 75 and Procurer somewhat below 50. And the reason I chose these ships is that Procurers are the most commonly used barge and Hulk is what CCP would think would sort of replace the Rorqual in their new uh in their in their new environment and you'll see that even in the for so go to section four of the top bar graph shows that even after all their buffs a hulk still does not come close to an old workhole so what this means is that the maximum amount you can mine per person for a given amount of time has been cut to, cut by half because before you could use a rock now you have to use a hulk and if you want to get the same amount of mining done in the same amount of time you need twice as many accounts and so I sort of show that in the bottom one, which is that this is how many man hours you need flying each ship to finish a full moon frack. Uh, and you'll see that uh, in, in our current situation, you could finish a moon frack with Rorquals, and, and you could do it in about 40 hours. After this, in the new scenario, and this is counting waste. Uh, so what you have is Rorquals wasting Rorquals basically waste as much as they mine. And with Tech 2 lasers, Hulks and Procurers waste about 30% or so of what they mine. You'll see that you still need about double the time. And what that, what, what, I guess what CP would, would really like you to do is sub double the amount of accounts so you can finish up that moon frack in the time that you have to, uh, to, to play this game, basically. And that's what, and that's what drives jobs. me crazy. And here's the thing, okay? We've spent the last two years in this shortage phase. Everybody's all excited. They're being told they're doubling the resources. Kaz, show me your mug again. Pull it up. Look at that. All right. That is a big gulp. That is 32 ounces of soda-y goodness. That is, so imagine you say to CCP, I'm thirsty, CCP. And they say, here you go. Have a big gulp. And they hand you this giant thing that Kaz is drinking out of. But... You're not allowed to drink out of it with a regular straw. You have to use this tiny little cocktail straw, and it's going to take you five years to drink the entire thing. <laughs> that is the equivalent of what they're doing here. Yeah, I mean, this 50% number, I mean, if we all remember last week when I was soapboxing, it was because the economy had lost some 50% number of such and such a thing. And I think this is interesting because the blog is trying to represent it as, Oh, we're going to buff so and so much. And then they're, Oh, there are these nerfs intended to bring this thing in line, but you should, you know, don't, don't, don't be mad about those because you know, we're doubling everything. But of course the math ultimately doesn't work out when you go and look at the actual time involved, right. Uh, of how, uh, you know, how much you have to play the game. Right. And that shows that they have not gone into the, the numbers of how the game gets played and how much time people have to spend on any given task and how effective things are. But that is the only way players make decisions. Let me tell you how hard it is to get a miner to make a decision based on something other than the ISK per hour they believe they are making. It is, it is near impossible. All right. It, <laughs> but that this just goes to show that that's not what they're looking at. So and I, you want to talk about time. Let's talk about time. They introduced the new mining compression. Now, they have taken mining compression and 
right now on a rock wall, when you compress or in space, it's a right click. That's all you got to do. You right click it and boom, it's done. They've changed that now. Mining compression and, and, and work walls will be able to compress things they couldn't compress before and they can compress gas they can compress moon goo they can compress regular minerals but it's a module now cryo our dear friend cryo put together this video i'm going to show you guys that goes into the amount of time it's going to take for you to be able to utilize this moon mining compression and how it's going to be and this is this is this will blow your mind so i want you all to pay attention to this guys on the stream uh, you're going to have to turn your audio up so you can listen to this. So just be aware. All right, here we go. Welcome, fellow Capsulea, to the age of prosperity. How have things changed for you? Let's take an in-depth look at mining your first post-patch moon. Now, it's a 28-day pull, and that's got a lot of R64 rocks on it. Almost 30% of that moon is that sweet, sweet top-of-the-line moon goo. Now, I'm going to pull some numbers and I'm going to show you how you can compress it and make it easier to transport. Now, on average, you're going to have about 27 million meters cubed worth of rocks on this moon, meaning that you have about 8.1 million meters cubed worth of R64 to hoover up, package up nice and tight, and take back to your slowly decaying industrial structures. Firstly, we're going to have to take into account a brand new thing called wastage. So, let's knock that R64 content down to a nice, flat 6 million meters cubed. I am rounding down slightly, but not by much. You know, that's not great, but not terrible. But, we're going to park our raw coal on this ethanol nice and safely and get to compressing. Now, it's going to take us, at 10,200 meters cubed a cycle, a nice and brisk 593 brisk. cycles to compress everything. Now, I'm smart, I've got max skills, it's going to take me four and a half minutes a cycle. If you're already thinking that sounds like a lot, don't worry, you're right. It's going to take me 2,669 nice minutes to compress everything off this single moon. That's 44 hours. But wait, this is an MMO. Solo moon mining isn't a god-given right. And I have friends. I'm going to bring in my buddy Ragnar. He's got his own raw coal. And let's assume that I can fit five compression modules onto both of our raw coals. I'm not sure if this will fit yet, but it is a thought exercise. Stay with me here. Um, both of us are going to work as efficiently as we can, and we've both got max skills. I really hope he's got some good movie suggestions though, because we'll still be here for four and a half to seven hours. So before we wrap things up, remember, this is only for the R64s. We still have all those R32s to mine, so get to compressing. Thanks for watching this video. If this didn't really make sense to you, and it seems like any logical person would be quite unhappy about this, then you've understood the video and these changes quite perfectly. Thanks for watching. I mean, I don't know what else to say, right? I don't know what else to say. <laughs> This is flat out what I'm talking about. The idea that it's going to take two people sitting in a Rourke wall four hours to compress all the ore from one moon when there are hundreds of moons out there that have to get done. I mean, I don't, I, I, it's, it's literally like they, they, want to, they want to reduce the amount that a Rourke wall can mine by a quarter, but they don't want you to unsub your Rourkes because you still need them for compression so they're going to make you sit in space for hours and hours and hours at a time doing nothing but feeding ore into a gun.
in your high slot. Okay. Simulating I, gameplay. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. You keep I, I you gotta, gotta get in here. Uh, keep reloading the order. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I just got a real world commentary here about this stuff because I mean, look, after 2020, 2021, lots of things suck, right? There's lots of things out there to go. Gosh, the real world is is uh, very changeable, right? Very unpredictable right now. What I have not heard from the gaming industry as a whole, because we all know that one of the fun things about video games is that they allow a bit of glorious fun and escapism. I haven't really heard too many people going, gosh, you know, these supply chain disruptions around the world, the constant chaos, all of this. I want to escape into a world where randomly I'm going to get told that I'm getting prosperity while also getting told to go waste 45 hours of my life compressing shit while everything like it's just sorry they could make eve a place where we can get away from the real world and all of its problems or they can imitate the problems of the real world in a dumber possible way and it's just the 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 tone deafness of this uh i have one major i've got many major concerns who am i who am i kidding but you know i can't honestly tell if ccp Rattati, who seems to think that this is something justifiable to defend in public uh, I don't know whether he knows he is telling us he's giving us prosperity and that things are good, and he just expects us to be so stupid that we won't notice when he tries to fuck everyone, or if he genuinely believes that this isn't actually fucking things up. Because one of the things that uh, those of you that aren't minors, and I appreciate that there are a few people who are in chat who are going to go, well, I'm not a minor, and this isn't a problem, and you guys are or just minor tears or look at all the minor salt. Da, 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 da. The only thing to hunt right now is fucking Rorqual's in space because this turbo genius, this transcendently intelligent game developer, has decided that Rorqual's need to be spending however many hours uh, compressing ore. And what are we going to hunt, right? This is the food web that they are fucking with because those of us that aren't mining want to be hunting and ganking miners. And those miners are not going to be using their Rorqual's because they're going to be unsubbing them, which conveniently CCB has decided to announce this at a time where they are simultaneously having a two-for-one skill extractor deal. Hey, guys, it's the age of prosperity. We're going to fuck you, and we're going to tell you it's great. And by the way, all those work calls that you don't really want to be spending, uh, you know, however many hours exactly, my, my simple mitten brain kind of shorted out there. All I just saw was more dumb and bad from people telling us that they're smart and they know what they're doing. Uh, you know, it, it's just stunning to me. It's absolutely stunning to me. We need capital ships in space. We need wyverns. That do not cost 95 billion isk. Oh, maybe we're going to reduce the amount of water that's being used. You should be using coolant. P1s were never supposed to be put in part of anything other than a planetary production chain. They were designed specifically to stay on the planet and be hard to remove. And like, oh, we're going to fix the material conditions. All of this is scary to me because what I'm really seeing here is a situation where I cannot tell whether we are dealing with negligence, incompetence, or malice, or some delightful combination of thereof, all packaged together with some NFT greed. Maybe we can link our Tezos wallets, and then our Rorquals will mine faster. 
it, and it's if a you want to throw in, let's 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 talk about that because this is another thing that scares the hell out of everybody. So I spent all last week telling you guys not to get too worried about NFTs because they're it was just a gimmick for the Alliance tournament. It was not a big deal. It's no, you don't have to worry about it. They're not going to throw them into Eve. And then what happens? Go. Then what happens? Yeah. Well, Thursday, actually Wednesday night, Wednesday morning. I, it was Tuesday night, Wednesday morning was the Pearl Abyss. Third quarter earnings call. Let me pull this oh, up God. for you guys so we can talk about it. Noisy Gamer has a discussion on it here, and I'll show you the good news, and I'll tell you the bad news. So here is the good news. The good news is, pull the screen up. Here we go. Not that. The good news is, EVE revenue up in the third quarter, 18.8 billion won. That is about 15.9 million dollars over the quarter it's higher than it was second quarter it's not as much as it was third quarter of 2020 but that's because uh we had the launch of eve echoes in august and we also had the the launch of of the uh, uh eve china client again uh over uh, last year so obviously we weren't gonna hit last year's numbers but we got good numbers it's they're making a lot of money mm-hmm. but man guess who loves nfts Guess who loves cryptocurrency? Pearl Abyss. They mention the Alliance Tournament, and they only bring it up because they're excited about the fact that there were NFTs in it. That's it. So what did they say? They're asked specifically by JP Morgan analyst, asks the metaverse and the nft they have three questions can you tell us about the metaverse situation we heard you've invested in hyperreal and we also want to know about eve online with ccp games because we know that's a game that's a good fit for nft and maybe play to earn can you tell us about any plans you have to apply this to eve that was a jp morgan analyst comment i don't know where the guy got it from but that's what he asked and pearl abyss responds with the buzzword of the game industry nowadays is pay to earn, play to earn, play to earn. And we've been seeing movement in the game industry to create goods through the game. We've been participating in the blockchain platform since 2019. And in the case of CCP Games, our subsidiary at the currently ongoing Alliance Tournament, as a reward, we've been offering cryptocurrencies and we are reviewing many diverse business opportunities. Now, they go on to say... However, there are different regulations for different countries, and these are vastly changing, so we're going to be reviewing actively the risks, and we'll be sharing with you our ongoing procedures, yada, 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 yada. So the whole idea of play-to-earn, I think, scares the living shit out of every EVE player, and I also think the idea of NFTs, and they didn't hand out cryptocurrencies. They handed out NFTs that were put on this Tezos blockchain, and granted, I don't think it was a big deal for the AT, but I'm scared now to hear that Pearl Abyss is talking about this and that they're actively thinking that CCP and EVE Online would be a great place to put this. Because I'm telling you this right now, the player base will not stand for it. They're not going to let like the, monocles. Like we, don't, we don't want fucking monocles that cost $70. Now, fast forward 10 years and they're fucking, oh, hey, would you like an NFT of, you know, whatever. Like the, the, the freaky thing is, is that in Pearl Abyss related conversation after conversation that we've had over the couple of years on the meta show since the acquisition, uh, I've always been able to get up here on the meta show and say, look, guys, based upon all of the evidence that I have seen, and as you see on the meta show, it's a recurring segment. We do the piercing the corporate veil thing, lawyer jokes, like, yay, whatever. Uh, this is the first time that I've seen something that I could actually trace a uh, direct um, you know, causation 
from a Pearl Abyss investor call where they themselves are talking about the opportunities of MFT, NFTs, cryptos, and the metaverse, and then follow that you know line to Hilmar doing the rounds, talking about you know blockchain, Snapple, metaverse, NFT, whatever the fuck it's going to be, VR stuff, right? Just right. spewing buzzwords at investors is what I'm seeing. But this is the first time I've seen that start from a slide in Pearl Abyss. We know why that JP Morgan Chase guy asked that question, because you can see on the slide that Brisk had up there on their own PowerPoint, they had a thing about that. Great. Uh, and now we have uh, at a time where uh, there is a sustained record of utter incompetence of the last several years of patches coming down the pipe from this crew. Uh, on top of it, now we have NFTs being pushed from Pearl Abyss instead of things that the players manifestly actually want. And I believe that we would not be seeing these thousands of people taking to the fucking streets if this wasn't a clusterfuck from so many different angles and avenues of these people screwing it up. You know, All right, no, we're going to get back here in a second to more angry mustache slides. So don't you guys worry. But I think the point well, we that Mittens and I are trying okay. to make is... A protest of the size of the one that you've seen today is not an overnight thing. It is not the result of one change. It is not just miners being angry. This is not a calm down miner situation. This is years and years of CCP not understanding the player base and what we want. It is years and years of being told, we're going to get through this. Just wait for the next quarter. It'll be fine. And then the next quarter comes, and it's not fine. And let me get on. I'm going to get on my soapbox for one second. And I apologize because I want to get the go mustache, obviously. Yeah. But I'm getting on my soapbox. We're going to go long today, guys. Don't worry. We're going to keep we hitting go. them until I'm going to change my uh, camera angle, too, just for you guys right now. Because I want to talk to you. And this is more of an open love letter to CV CCP than anything else. I love EVE Online. I have played this game since 2006. I've served on the CSM for three terms. I've been playing this game with my friends every night for years. I hate doing shows like this. I do not like doing shows where I have to shit on you guys. I do not like doing shows with 1,600 people watching where I have to be critical about the game that I love that I've spent so much of my life playing. I want to be able to talk about fun things. I want to be able to talk about good stuff and exciting things and things we're looking forward to that we think are going to be cool. I want to talk about new ships. I want to talk about new great ideas for gameplay. I want to talk about how my friends and I had a great fun fight the other day. I can't do that because all we get every time we see patch notes, every time we have a day where there's a dev blog released, the feeling of excitement of what's going to be next, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next, doesn't exist. What I feel when I wake up on patch day knowing that I'm looking forward to 30-plus angry comments from people mad about what they've changed, in my direct messages on Discord alone, it makes me not want to play, it makes me not want to be on the CSM, it makes me not want to do this show. Because I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of my friends being angry. I'm tired of seeing people that I like who I've spent hours and hours goofing around with coming to me angry, yelling, wanting to quit the game, unsub their accounts, feeling cheated, feeling taken advantage of, feeling like there's nothing to play for anymore. I'm tired of it. 
please, I'm begging you. And I don't use that phrase lightly because I think typically when you're begging, you're in a position of servility. I'm not, I don't feel servile. I'm looking at thousands of players shooting a monument in Jita because they're as mad as I am. I see 1,600 people watching this Meta Show right now because they're as mad as I am. We've got to get out of this ecosystem chunking with the economy phase and move into having fun things to do in EVE again so that we can spend our time praising you and being happy and using this show to bring new players into the game, not scaring the shit out of the people who are already here. I don't like doing these types of shows. Give me a reason to feel optimistic again, because it's been a while. That's my soapbox. I think that the only thing that we can follow that up with uh, is to get Angry Mustache and some slides, because I do like the beatings. We've been dealing with this shit for a couple years now, and one of the things that really bothers me is when somebody tells me that they're going to do a nice thing for me and then lies and actually they didn't do a nice thing. And then they promise again, they're gonna do a nice thing and then they don't because they lie and then lather, rinse, repeat. And they just expect that the EVE Online player base is going to sit there and accept repeatedly getting lied to when we're smarter than the dumbass who's trying to lie to us. Anyway, Angry, I want yeah. you to just beat these guys to death with some All slides. Right. Angry, going back to your here. slide I screen, so here we mustache. go. I want okay. some slides. I wanna see some PowerPoint beatdowns. So that one we're done with, we can go to the next one. Is that this one? That's right. the last one. So that's the last the one. All right. One. Yeah. This okay. one, the gathering rates. This okay. This is also pretty important in that. All right. Um, there are. Let's this is also important as in what they didn't address, which is they didn't address gas mining pretty much at all. So, uh, there are lots of problems with capital building. They're not going to be fixed in one patch. We don't expect that to happen. We don't even expect it to happen in multiple patches, but. For the resource patch, we were sort of expecting something to address the gas issue, which is that uh, all the new capital ships use a lot of gas, and none of the changes they've made actually increase makes gas easier to get. Sure, you can compress it, and gas is pretty bulky, so that's a pretty pretty big plus. But that still doesn't change the fact that the most valuable unit of measure for something's value in Eve is man hours, and it takes 16 man hours to mine enough gas for one dreadnought. So what this basically does is puts a lower limit on how exp how cheap dreadnoughts can get because at the very least someone's going to have to go into space and spend 16 hours to mine the gas in addition to about 45 hours of other stuff so yeah, with a that substantial portion of that is wormhole gas right it's still right. heavily it's, heavily it's tilted like, towards w space right. it's like 75 percent wormhole and 25 yeah. k space yeah but uh the, uh, but what this is says that they, if they understood the issues with capital building, they would have done something about gas in this update by either increasing the yield or doing something else. But they haven't done that, which shows that maybe they don't understand all the issues. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing at this point. Yeah, like, I think I, I think it's pretty clear that yeah. Sorry, actually, keep doing your slides. Yeah, no, sure. I think that is right. I think that this shows like they very clearly tried to address it. They added modules to different yeah. types of ships to let them mine gas where previously there were none. That makes superficial sense, right? That well, is a thing well, that you would not do. Not really. They give with one hand and take with the other because the venture Correct. and the prospect lost their or lost their gas bonuses. 
So the new gas pipe is the coveter, which is also more expensive. Like a a coveter is like 20 times the cost of a venture and Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. the same as a prospect and doesn't get covert cloak. So this, in effect, is a nerf to gas harvesting by switching you from a better hull to a worse one. The other thing, love that for us. And and well, and, and and the other thing that frustrates me in in this regard is there are good things in this update. Like I don't want to just shit on it because there are stuff in here that's good. Like the fact that you can compress gas, that a lot of these ships are getting gas compression holds specifically for it. That's a good thing. The longer you can stay out, the more you can pull. That's great. And I love that they are getting rid of all of those goofy ass crystals for every single different type of ore and moving into and, and like 37 different uh, random skills that you have to train and condensing them down to six. That's great. That's simplification of something that was already too, too much of a, a, of a complicated system to deal with. They're bringing it down and making it easier. I think that's going to be great for new players. I think that's going to be great for existing players who are going to get a bunch of skill points back that they can invest in something else, like, you know, maybe a Hulk, because they're going to have to do that now. But what frustrates me is all of the good stuff in this in this update is overshadowed with the stuff that they that they threw in that we don't like. Now, I'm hoping I'm hoping very much that because they said we're open to listening, this is a major update. We understand that they're going to take a look at some of these things. And I know the CSM, we've been working to give them as much good data as we can as to what, what where players are finding things that are broken or wrong or incorrect, like the compression timing. Cryo's video is a perfect example of that. There's no way that can stay the same. That's got to be halved at a minimum. Okay. I mean, the, does the compression mechanic even have to stay? Why are we going back to stuff that is over a half a decade old here? I came back and the new, new Rorqual compression was... Like, holy crap, this is way better. Like, total quality of life improvement, right, over what previously existed. So I understand that well, they want well, to do know certain... The reason. You know mechan- the reason. If Rourke was compressed instantly, you wouldn't need multiple of them. Yeah, Jesus, I, you know, the problem is... That's, that's right. right. I mean, that's you not know, right. It, that's not wrong. It seems too transparent. Like, like the, the thing that bothers me from a timing perspective is the fact that CCB had this... Uh, you know, sale on extractors the moment that uh, skill extractors. So for people that haven't played in a long time and wonder what the fuck I'm talking about, uh, CCB essentially said that they're going to nerf these roar calls, which people had tons of all well and good. As far as I'm concerned, this isn't about the roar calls. It's about all of these other issues, but we're going to be harping on this for a little bit. Uh, but what bothered me was not so much, hey, stupid roar call nerfs that that does all the stupidity bothers me immensely but at the same time the venal greed aspect of hey by the way now that we have done this thing that lots of people had trained into and are excited for we're gonna sell you uh at half off an opportunity for you to respect your character out of these roar calls that we have nerfed so you can go get a, a hulk i guess and spend even more time wasting you know it, it's just it reminds me too much of the greed is good era the combination mm-hmm. of the skill extractor sale with the nft shit with the uh let them eat cake posting from ccb rotati uh pouring napalm all over the entire situation uh, yeah, Mustache, no, i have a quick a question for you sure on, on the gas on the gas mining on the gas ships um yeah the ones that got the got their mining bonuses taken away their gas huffing bonuses taken away yeah did you they there is a new gas mining uh, thing isn't there? Is that gonna is that gonna even it out? It's on the my ship gut t- miner. It's my gut tells the, me they, that it's good, that 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 they're taking the buffs off the ship, but then they're gonna put them on this gun, or they're gonna make that so that it mines the same as it was before. It, is that right? Uh, I have I haven't seen 
the thing. Maybe I applied the the bonuses wrong, but I can definitely double check after afterwards and republish. All right. I mean, I, my my whole thing is it, it seems to me in a lot of the places that they did this, that they did what they did. They're increasing the amount of resources. But they're not going to increase the amount or the rate that you can gather them, just the amount that you can carry around. And I think that's part of the reason why, again, this is the sipping the 32-ounce big gulp out of a, out of a cocktail straw kind of analogy. It's, 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 you're, you're forcing people to be out longer. And I guess maybe the philosophy is, well, if they're out longer, then maybe they can get hunted. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'd I mean, rather no, kill a work wall than a, than a, than a prospect, stuff. let me tell you. They can tether while they're compressing stuff, right? That's totally not the issue. It's just, I mean, the whole thing shows a lack of an ability to read the room to me, right? If I can draw a comparison, uh, before I started playing EVE Online over 10 years ago, the people that I came to play with, we had actually played a different MMO you may have heard of called World of Warcraft, right? And, and even though we came to, to play EVE as newbies, a lot of us had been very successful in that game. Uh, and, and so I, I've tracked a few of the players that I knew who have ended up at the company, right? And recently Blizzard has been in the news as they have had a lot of internal drama and had to fire a lot of people and there was big stuff, but I, I recently checked in on how the game is going and the response from the Blizzard devs is really interesting. All of a sudden they have a new patch out that has more quality of life fixes than I have ever seen. Right. Uh, and their devs are out in public talking about, hey, we realize we did this and this wrong. And we see how, you know, we have these influences that have stuck with us from MMO design that are really 20 years old at this point. And it, it has been difficult for us to change those. But here we're doing this and this and this. And they have their plans for the next patch out. And I really was kind of surprised, right, to see some of these mechanics, a couple of which were honestly sacred cows for their whole dev team for a decade or more, right? Being killed uh, because they have been, been forced to re-examine this and for CCP to be doing the opposite for not just this patch, but, but two years because they felt like one group had built too many Titans or something like this, whatever the reasoning was. I think Rattati, when he was on the show, I mean, he came on the show and his argument was, well, Delve was too easy. Well, I don't actually think that's true. First of all, for the, for Delve to become what it became in 2018 and 2019 actually showed a mastery of a, a bunch of different game mechanics, right? It wasn't just about we're going to throw throw rock walls at things. It was about saving them, right? It was about home defense. It was about cooperation. And it was about some mechanics that CCP has had broken in this game for, for two whole decades about anomaly respawn, which are still not fixed. And it's clear that they don't understand still. So there's this whole, you know, combination of a lot of, of lack of understanding, which honestly is natural. This is a big game. It's an old game. Not everyone at CCP has worked there forever. But to combine that with this attitude of, of we know best and we're going to tell the players what to do and we need to control the ecosystem and, and how dare they, they build something, you know, how dare they build the sandcastle in the sandbox? That's just ridiculous. So okay. that's my okay. I want to I want to say something real quick. So Tabosi in chat says, "Hello goons, we've realized you're bored, but some of us need to be in Jita for stuff. Can you please fuck off back to Delve? Thanks, bros. If you are so goddamn stupid that you think sore. that there are six thousand goons sitting in Jita spamming it right now because the goons are mad, I don't even know what to say." This is not a goon thing. This is not an Imperium thing. This is the whole fucking game. Open your eyes. People are mad. If you don't think they're mad, you tell me. When was the last time, 
Matani sent out a ping and suddenly 6,000 people showed up. M2, that's the last time. And that was for a, a fight that was we've been waiting for for decades. This thing did not just happen because someday one, one leader in one group decides he wants to go and shoot something in Jita. Okay? If you think that's the case, open your goddamn eyes. Anyway, Billy go back. Has apparently, yeah, just, this is the thing, guys, and I want you to understand this. Whenever there is a mass movement, whenever a whole bunch of people take to the streets, there's always going to be a lot of people who are going to try to devalue, diminish, or otherwise delegitimize what's happening, right? And you're going to see this a lot. You've already seen it in chat. Talking point number one is it's just null sec people that are mad about Oracles. Talking point number two is it's just goons. Uh, Vili, since you are a complete piece of shit, Mr. <laughs> Fourth Place, I'd like to remind you that you don't realize this because you don't know what's going on in your alliance, uh, but there's test people out there protesting too. We know because all of everyone has been talking about this thing. And if I had the ability to snap my fingers and ram 7,000 people into Jita, I probably would have done it a long time ago. Uh, so that's another thing. It's not just goons. It's not just about mining. It's not just about roar calls. Oh, did it, uh, you're going to see about 10% of the population who are going to be lick spittles, bootlickers, sycophants, quizzlings, uh, popping up and going, you're just mad because of the thing. You're just mad. And they're going to want to make it about goons. They're going to try to make it about roar calls. They're going to try to make it about miners, all this shit. When was the last time that you saw a snuffed out test Good swarm fraternity NC dot everybody doing anything together. A huge. I think the last time was when they were the complaining about uh, complaining about structures. And That's guess right. what? That's right. Now here's the thing, and it's another Kaz, and I brought this up, and then I'll, I'll let you go back, boss. Just to be clear, I'm pretty sure, and my understanding is that uh, when you're compressing, you can't be tethered, but you can be sitting on a fortizar that will kill anything that tries to come get you. So we had the old day where where you would stick your rock wall in a pos and it was impervious to being attacked while you're boosting, or you can do it sitting in a pos right now and you're completely safe. It's no different. There is ways around. I mean, that, that's the thing. If you I think mean, you're going to be just... hunting rock walls that are compressing, you are crazy because they've already figured out what to do to get around this. But the last time all of us got together, everybody got together and said, Hey, this really needs to be fixed was when all the FCs came together and said, Hey, Citadel suck, fix this, and nothing happened. Anyway, back to you. You know, it's just one of those things. So I just want people to be aware of this. This isn't about Vili said a dumb thing. This isn't about some people in alliance, you know, some alliance tournament guys said, like, oh, people are crying about stuff. You're going to get dismissed. You're going to get shat on for protesting. They're going to say that there weren't actually 6,700 people there and it was all a mirage. They're going to say, oh, it's just the Imperium. Oh, it's just this. They're going to do anything that they can to try to dismiss the fact that people are mad as fuck for a variety of reasons, the common thread of which is that the current CCB administration repeatedly promises one thing, fucks it up and delivers another thing, and then gets angry and defensive because they're so fucking passive aggressive that they could never admit that they just done fucked up and maybe they could try to fix it. As a result, here we are. And I'm there hoping... would be no way. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, none of this is irretrievable, Okay. None of this is irretrievable. You can fix the stuff. You can bump this stuff up. We can dial the changes, dial changes and, and move the numbers and, and reduce the amount of time and increase the amount of stuff. There's plenty of things that can be done to make this more palatable. And granted, I'm pleased that they put this on CC and they gave us all the data so that guys like Mustache and Kaz and the rest can go out there and figure out why it's fucked up. And it gives them an opportunity to fix it before it's fucked up. But let me tell you, they have to listen. 
And I mean, I I get frustrated. I, I see a lot of people on Reddit, in other words, giving the CSM a hard time, okay? Nothing I have said today is not anything that I have not said in a meeting. It's nothing that I have not been communicating for years. Merkel Chen, myself, and Amin, at least on the goons, other members of the CSM, they can tell you what they've been saying, but I'll tell you this right now. We've been telling them for a while, scarcity is not fun. People don't like it. They want to be able to play the game. They want to have a good time. They want to go out. They want to do their dread bombs. They want things to be cheaper. They want to be able to use the ships that they've got. They would. We would love for more end game content. And when I say end game, I'm not talking about like the end of the game because there's no such thing in EVE. But you know what? If you're a Titan pilot, you've had multiple Titans. You get one Titan fight every every year, maybe. Can you give me something else to do with them? Can you give me? A, a super titan? Can I th smash a couple titans together and make one that's better, that's not a f not faction where it's slightly better, but way more expensive? Can you give me something like that? Can you give me more ships? Can you give me anything that will get more people in space so we can go fight? I mean, it just, just give us the tools. We will take those tools. We will make it happen. That's what we do in EVE. But instead, uh, yeah. we're seeing two years of the economy being tinkered with, and I think everybody is tired of it. And they're tired of yeah. these monkey paw changes where we, we were told we're getting double, and it's really not. Anyway, go I ahead, wanna, I want I want Angry Mustache and... We have more... Guys, we're going to have a riot well in, the, in, in the show if we don't get to more mustache slides. And we do, we do. Let's so do it. Let's, let's, let's... All right, what else do you want? What, tell me which one to put up. Next one. I'll just go through them one by one. All right, this is it, all right there, here is your contents one. What is this? So this is sort of showing what the situation looks like now um, is that um, th this this change applies to things differently. Um, actually, uh, this slide only makes sense after the next one. Sorry. Sorry this I one? I numbered everything. All right. Well, this one's also important. Uh, I'll, I'll relate how this one's relevant. All right. So this is one I made in response to Ratati telling Snuff to use Exumers in LOSEC. Uh, and if you know anything about how ships are, how exhumers are used, is that they aren't used in low sec. And there's the data from the MER to show to to show you, uh, uh, since uh, using um, ships that are lost as a proxy for uh, as a proxy for their usage. Because if you don't use ships, you can't kill them. This applies to capitals as well. You can't use capitals; they're not going to die. Uh, but you can sort of see that where exhumers live is basically only in high sec. If you look at the low sec pie chart of things, there's not a single exhumer in the top 10 mining ships. Exhumers are not in the category for top 10 mining ships destroyed. So telling and – and the reason why this is is because a Hulk is a ship that can die in 20 seconds to a bomber, and it costs 400 million if you want to use the, uh, you know, the faction mining strip miners to get – no losses, they cost a billion each. You're not going to put that into a space without Concord. Actually, you're not going to put that space with Concord either, but especially in but the only place you might put it is a space with, with a lot of goons around you or a lot of horde around you, maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe, because you see some exuberant usage in Nullset, but it's not a lot. It's uh, it's still the procurer is king. Right, yeah. It's even even on the Nullset chart, it's a small slice because they are not. Uh, up to snuff in yeah. comparison to what you have to put on the field in their defenses, right? They are so fragile they die to rats. So, so to CCP saying that any that people can replace Rorquals with Exhumers and use them in space without Concord, that's not happening unless you buff their survivability a lot more. Okay, keep going. All right, All so. Right. 
here is finally this is this this one. Do you want to talk about this one, and then we'll find the other yeah, one? Yeah. So this one is sort of explaining what will get better and what will get what will get more expensive and what will get less expensive with this patch. And you can sort of break down all resources in Eve into two categories. One is effort limited, where the limitations on how long you're willing to harvest the resource, and one is scarcely limited, where the limitation is on how many of it, how much of it is available through a game mechanic. So for example, most ice and now probably R16 are what you call um, effort limited. Um, how mu however mu much you can get is how much you're willing to get. And on the other hand, things like R64, Morphite, and some of the more exclusive ice is scarcely limited. Now this patch is a increase in the amount of all resources, but it doesn't matter if the resource is already effort limited. So things like R16s, uh, silicates and ice are going to get more expensive rather than less because you don't have Rorquals mining them anymore. The amount you can get per hour is cut in half. However, you will see some things like R64's Morphite drop because they're getting doubled. Now, one of the consequences of this, I don't know if you if have expected, is that most of the cost of a Tech 2 ship is in R64. And when you make R64 cheaper, that makes Tech 2 ships cheaper. And all of the most meta doctrines right now are Tech 2 ships. So you might even see hacks drop to a round of battle cruisers in price. So I guess Fuck. prepare for more hack meta. That, oh, I mean, that's, that's exactly, exactly it, what we right? all wanted. Well, and it's, it's interesting to right. me that the, the things here highlighted as as scarcity limited, those were many of the things that NullSec was getting a dramatic amount of value from. A huge portion of the remaining value in NullSec is the R64s on moons and, and is in Morphite mining. And here, those are the things that are going to tank in price during the so-called prosperity era. So great job, guys. Yeah, and finally, we get to this slide. All right. There, oh, the one, yeah, this slide. So this is sort of showing you with the breakdown in where Scarcity limited resources come in and um, effort limited resources come in by looking at the prices of moon ore right now. So you sort of see this drastic jump in the top three R64s because those are the three where you run out of stuff to mine more quickly than you're willing to mine it. And that's why um, – so just, just going off something like this, you I'll probably expect to see the top three R64s drop and everything else – gets more expensive because you can't Rorqual mine them anymore. And uh, this, and that's basically it. Uh, that's my, that's the, that's all the slides I have prepared. That's, that's the slideshow. All right. Thank you, Angry. That was, that was fantastic. I, I appreciate that he's here to uh, speak for everyone. And also if you have, uh, if you do speak the language of Angry and Kazanir and have uh, real questions, please do ask them in chat and we will uh, point them at our uh, industry and production excerpts experts uh one of the reasons why uh it just bothers me that we have to have these conversations is that when you dive into the stuff that angry has been talking about what the stuff that kasner has been talking about the stuff that all of the industry people have been talking about here i am going 95 billionist wyverns this is dumb ccp and i don't know a thing about this uh but it's just further evidence to that whole either they don't understand the game or they don't care about any of this. I, I, it's just, I, I, I can't tell whether it's stupidity, if it's incompetence, if it's greed. It, it's like, and the fact that we have to have these questions, the fact that we have to analyze, well, gee, CCB promised us one thing and they told us another, but it's okay because they're saying that they're going to listen to player feedback and they take the CSM very seriously, which they constantly ignore. Um, 
It's just at a certain point. The fundamental issue here, the reason I believe why thousands of people are out there doing something, trying to express their outrage in any way they have available, they can either shoot the monument or they can unsubscribe, and those are the only avenues CCB seems to have left us, essentially, uh, is that there is a fundamental lack of trust and credibility from CCP's communications to the player base. Over and over and over again, over the last two years, CCP has said, here's a dev blog, we're going to fuck you. Oh, wait, we didn't mean to fuck you. Actually, it's wonderful. Why are you complaining? Everything is great. We fixed it. And then we can't tell, are they lying to us about how they fixed it? Or do they just not realize that they actually fucked it up even more? And I think the real challenge here is that we no longer know. We can't tell whether they're just snowing us and expecting us to be dumb or if they actually don't know how badly they've fucked it up and we have to give fucking TED Talk PowerPoint presentations with actual experts on the fucking video game to teach the people in Iceland what the fuck is going on. And I know, I know, I know it's Iceland. Confrontation, direct confrontation is bad. We don't like to call people out by name. We don't like direct confrontation because God, it might embarrass people. Gosh, it would be terrible, absolutely terrible if the public, the consumers, the customers made so much noise that there was a little bit more attention on the fact that every time they say they're going to do Look, I'm sorry. I just don't do the Charlie Brown like Lucy with the football thing. There's only a few times that you can that hold happens this a shit couple times. before we call you out on it. You give us no avenues. No avenues for actual feedback. You ignore the CSM. You shit on the players. You get on Reddit. You shit on the players more. Gosh, you're smart. You really know what the fuck you're doing with EVE Online. So here we are. We get to publicly call these people on the carpet because it seems to be the only thing they understand, just like in Incarna, just like with the monocles. Now we have work walls and NFTs and skill extractor sales. Why aren't you happy, player base? We're listening to your feedback. It's the age of prosperity. We're done. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We, 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 we ain't buying that anymore. Uh, protests will continue until people are happy being done protesting. And protesting is not the, the, the final step here. You know, oh, what are you going to do with the protests? Protests don't do anything. Well, we're going to make a lot of fucking noise about how the EVE Online player base is literally in a riot about the fact that CCP has been repeatedly fucking the player base over, lying, displaying no credibility, complete inconsistency. One can only begin to assume bad faith at a certain juncture. Uh, and this will continue for as long as it continues. And meanwhile, you know, we know this because if you're a corporate leader, if you're an alliance leader, that's why it's so much more than just the Imperium out there. That's why so many people are protesting is because if you are in a leadership position, you've had to have a bunch of very awkward conversation with your core team about why they should sit around and let Ratati fuck them more. People are fed up. If you want to dismiss it, Please do, because that will probably just double the amount of protests. Please tell us how it's not a big deal. Tell us how people aren't actually mad. Tell us how, oh, it's just goos. Oh, it's just minors. You know, whatever. Keep doing your thing. Uh, the, you know, the PCU has already had serious issues because of the incompetence from the same crew that shat this thing out on a Friday night. And, you know, I, I can tell you, I'm not calling for people to unsub, but I'll tell you, people have been unsubbing their alts. There is a huge problem here because these fools have been fucking with the core food web and ignoring the plague. Scarcity would have been okay if they were consistent. We're going to do this. We're going to tell you what it's going to be. 
We're going to actually communicate with you. But what actually happens is they think that they can just ignore us, tell us that, oh, we told you we were going to give you this, and that we will simply let them NFT our work walls with some blockchain during the Alliance tournament, and it will all be peachy keen. Eventually, you can only push people so far, and this is a good thing. If people are protesting, that means they're angry. That means they are invested in the video game EVE Online. That means that they care. What CCP that's what I want to talk particularly about. concerned about is disengagement, because that's what comes next Bingo. if you don't fix your shit. Brisk, take it away. Listen, we've been rough on CCP today, and I fully admit that, and I'm not going to apologize for it because I think it's necessary. But let me be clear. We're not asking anybody. We're not telling anybody. We're not suggesting to anybody that you quit this game. We don't want you to do that. We want you to get angry. We don't want you to walk away for what exactly what Mitten says. If the player base is still mad enough that we will go in-game and shoot at a monument to demonstrate how mad we are, that should tell you something. That's not Eve dying. That's Eve being Eve. We are 10 years from the summer of rage to the winter of our discontent. We've done this before, and we're going to keep doing it because we love this game, and we want this game to be as good as it possibly can be. What CCP needs to worry about is when they make major changes to things that some people don't like, but nobody cares because that's a game that's dying. That's a game with a player base that disengaged, that has been beaten down so many times, they don't even care to talk about it anymore. Now, I want to bring up, I want to mention a couple of things, and I want to make this clear, all right? CSM works very closely with CCP. We talk to them every day. We have good relationships with a lot of different people. But we, the one thing that we have come up against when talking about economic issues in this game is that the folks that are working on the economy have a very set in their ways view of what it should be, what it should not be, what is good, what is bad, what they need versus what things exist right now. And they are very unwilling to compromise on those things. So what we are seeing is a plan that has been in place for years, and they are consistently hitting every step that they say they want to hit. Now, granted, some things get pushed back. For example, in July, they were talking about wanting to give us the ability to decide where in space we could get our stuff, and it was in the dev blog that was mentioned. We're obviously not getting that in Q4. I mean, I assume it'll be something that we see next year. But it's frustrating to me when, as a player representative, I spend a lot of time talking to players, getting feedback, providing it, and then seeing either nothing happen or it gets shrugged away like, well, that's not real feedback. So what I'm really hoping to see is CCP go back, take a look at this show, take a look at all the comments during the AT, take a look at all the stuff that's happening in JITA, all the comments on the forums, all the comments on Reddit, and recognize this is not just miners complaining. This is not just goons. This is not the CSM not doing their job. This is a fundamental difference of opinion between the players and the team working on the ecosystem about what they like and what's fun and where they want to see this go. And please don't discount it just because it doesn't align with what you want to do. At some yeah, point, I mean, customer sentiment needs to matter. Yeah, I mean, I think that we've had a couple of years, right, to evaluate how this is going, right? A and there was a point today where I was logged in and the PC was like 18K and that used to be the weekend. That used to be AU Prime, right? APAC Prime, Moon mm -hmm. Time. 
Uh, I don't necessarily know that that has to be scary. It's been a weird year. It's been a weird everything, right? But like that, that is not how a lot of games are feeling even, even right now. There's no reason necessarily for it to be that way. I think we have seen that, that people don't love it. So I, I totally appreciate that uh, where some of the, the changes or at least the desire to, 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 you know, futz with and fix the economy came from years ago. Uh, but, but this stuff is, I mean, it's, it's clearly not working. Uh, um, so. All right. Okay. Mustache, uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? You guys got an extra 15 minutes of the show today. It's dark outside. Yeah. We've gone so long. Anything have, else, Mustache? Uh, um, I mean, I, what I would just say is that, uh, is that CCP should just ask players how they do things because it's clear that they're operating under a set of assumptions that are simply not true. Um, they, like, for example, I mean, the one we talked about today, today was, uh, you know, telling snuff to easy consumers, but that's not the only one. They have hundreds, not hundreds, but they have lots of these assumptions on how players use ships and how they, and, and, and they're just wrong. And when you have something like that, it's impossible to, to even think about how players would react to incentives. And in order to have a sound system, they have to understand how how people use it and that's what i'll I'll leave it there very good boss you get the last word all righty uh the meta show is sponsored by madfern.com which is my fucking furniture website that has no nfts on it haven't talked about it at all (laughs) we're gonna have that at the intro we'll eventually have a mittens is shameless plug thing but i didn't really want to talk about madfern when we're howling for ccp's blood right uh check it out no nfts there beyond that uh, you know, look, CCP can just ask players how they do things, but in order to do that and learn how to listen to the CSM, they have to accept, you've heard this before on the meta show many times, they have to accept that they don't know something and also ask people who do know things and go, gosh, maybe I should listen to the person who knows what the fuck they're talking about. People like angry people like Kazanir. People like, I don't know who the hell they have been. They clearly have not been listening. This cycle is going to repeat over and over again. CCP will promise something and then they'll turn around and fuck us. Unless the players make it clear that the players must be respected. And the way that that's going to go, this is, this is outside of my hands. This is way bigger than me. It's bigger than the meta show. It's bigger than any one alliance, bigger than NullSec. This is a whole players uprising. People are going to keep shooting the monument. They're going to shoot it for as long as they want. We're going to be back tomorrow shooting the monument. As long as people are venting their bile, they're going to continue. The protests will continue probably all through tonight, all through tomorrow, and we will just see how outraged people are. Uh, they will stop when they are, they're done venting their spleens. This is the same way that it happened 10 years ago. This is the second major geo riot that we have had. Uh, 10 years ago was a similar situation where CCP stopped listening to the player base and kept feeding us obvious lines of bullshit that we were smart enough to see through. And eventually we got fed up with trying to sell us shoes, selling us monocles, and now it's NFTs. I am happy to see that so many people came out today to take to the streets and to vent their spleens because it shows me that people still care about this game. It shows me that this is much bigger than any one of us. Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that we would see so much of an outpouring of 
unity and discussion amongst the majority of the EVE player base about the situation that the current CCB administration has put us into. Hopefully next week, we will have better, more fun news for you all. However, in the meantime, spreadsheets and angry mustache beatings will continue until morale and the game improves. So thank you. There you go. Good night and good luck, right? All right, everybody. Thank you again. This has been the Meta Show for November 13th, 2021. We're going to raid Rampage Incorporated, where you can talk to Merkel Chen, another one of our CSM members. He's going to get going here in a little bit. And I'll probably be on there to talk with him a little bit later as well. So thank you all for joining us. This has been the Meta Show. This was a, definitely a little more ragey than we're used to, but I hope that uh, I hope the message has been conveyed. I get the feeling that it has been. And we will see you next week. You stay classy, Nui.